and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFO sightings in Tucson, Arizona. Now, I came across this article on Tucson.com. It's titled, These 15 Tucson UFO Sightings Will Make You Want to Believe. The article is written by Samantha Muncy. August 4th, 2017, it shows as a dateline. Now, we wade into the article a bit here, and we find the first UFO sighting. It says, Fluorescent Green Fireball Over Catalinas. When? April 12, 2014, at 8 p.m. Location over Catalina Mountains. Shaped Fireball. Color Green. And I believe these sightings came from newfork.org, if I'm not mistaken. It says, Detail Highlights as Reported to newfork.org. Quote, I walked out of my front door, which faces east toward the Santa Catalina Mountains. Catalina Mountains, about 8 p.m. to let my dog relieve himself. There are no street lights in this area, so it was quite dark. As I was facing east, there was a brilliant fluorescent green fireball that streaked in a downward arch toward the north. I just saw it for a couple seconds before it went behind a neighbor's large tree. There are mountains that line most of my east view, and it arched below the level of the mar- of the mountain ridge. Now it says that we can go here to the site and see. It goes on, it says, I was facing east, there was a brilliant fluorescent green fireball that streaked in a downward arc toward the f- north. I just saw it for a couple seconds before it went behind a neighbor's large tree. There are mountains that line most of my east view, and it arced below the level of the mountain ridge. I didn't see any sign of the fireball after it passed behind the tree. It appeared to be some distance away, about three miles, but was quite large compared to the usual traffic lights I've seen in this area. All manner of private, commercial, and military planes and helicopters. As it was only green, it did not resemble any aircraft light I have previously seen through both in my conf- seen both in configuration, size, or hue. As I have been around military aircraft my whole life and am, and am a private pilot, I am quite familiar with the color and formation of running lights, and this was in no way one I have ever seen before. It is pretty quiet here, as there are no major roads or traffic around here, especially at this time of night. So it was quite easy to observe that there was no associated sound with this. Shortly after seeing this, I saw and heard a couple fire trucks speeding in that direction, although I don't know if there is if although I don't know if that is where they ultimately were headed, especially since there are no roads that I know of that would have taken them to the area that I saw the light. Well, it makes you wonder because the guy says he's a pilot, so you would think that he would know the difference between a shooting star, say, and a UFO. Sometimes these shooting stars are meteorites, technically, they do seem a lot closer than what they are, and that's what this sounds like. I mean, I've seen these, and maybe some of you have too. Uh, I know about 20 years ago there was a particularly bright one that was that that went across the eastern seaboard and was seen clear here to the Midwest. It was just a massive green fireball that streaked across the sky, uh, out of the north, into the sky, down into the south, and it was it was amazing to see. Of course, we were close; we were too far away to hear any kind of a sonic boom. Now, if this thing would have really come as close to the sky as he thought it was, and it was a meteorite, it no doubt would have made quite a racket. 
but oftentimes people see these things and they assume they are much more close. Uh, where I live here in the Midwest, I know there was one several years ago, and people thought it was flying right over their house, but it ended up being 150, 200 miles south of here. They actually found fragments of it. So these can be very deceptive. Either way, an interesting, an interesting account. This one, here's the second one. They say, halting lights that stare back. This is dated September 10th, 2016, 1.50 a.m. I like the fact that they're so precise with the time. Location, Tucson. Shape, light. Color, multiple. It says, uh, it appeared to be right over Vail, Arizona, or our suburb of Rita Ranch. It was rather odd when we noticed these three lights that could form a triangle. The three lights began to move our direction without breaking formation. And then, and then halted in one spot. It did not move from the position, but instead seemed to blink their lights and stare at us. I can only assume that they knew of us and watched with caution. The interesting thing about these lights were that they seemed to be blinking in a pattern of sorts. And the left light happened to be the color green. But the other two lights were typical bright star-like lights, although far brighter and clearly closer. It goes on, it says, There is no full moon out, nor was it a new moon. The moon was not in my view when looking east toward these lights. The strangest thing was the, cup, was the coyotes were noisy, far noisier than usual. Typically you may hear a few coyote, coyotes yipper and howl, but only once in a blue moon, pun intended. This time every coyote was at it. I thought it may be maybe a party down the wash since it was Friday and Saturday, but it was rather late. Anyways, my friend and I viewed this mystery for a few moments, and normally I'm able to point out whether or not it was a plane or a helicopter. Of course, three lights flashing in a strange pattern is a little odd. The, the left green light was curious, as you never really hear about colored lights unless it pairs with other colors, notably red, because then it is a human craft. The lack of sound didn't help, nor the stationary position it developed. I wasn't going to wait around any much longer and told my friend to step outside and make sure I enter my house safely. I live across the street in the direction of the mystery. Yeah, I was spooked, and it was still there when I had entered. I wanted to point out, however, that Davis-Monthan Air Force Base was to our north and northwest, but what we viewed was directly to the east. I failed to record the event at 2 a.m. with only the two of us, like I'm staying around. Well, this almost sounds like one of those um, triangle-shaped crafts that we've talked about, and with an Air Force Base that close, you wonder if it was there to observe them, or maybe if this is some sort of top-secret um, Air Force Base project but this is something that we've heard is these triangular shaped craft they have the sometimes they'll have one light in the back sometimes they'll have three lights that sounds like it for sure was something worth investigating not just a drone or a satellite or a meteorite something like that that sounds like they actually spotted a what we would actually call a ufo probably you know a mechanically shaped ufo Number three, dark triangular object emitting dread. It says uh, November 8th, 1972 at 8 p.m. Well, this goes way back. Approximately 8 p.m. it says. Location near Davis-Montham Air Force Base shaped triangle. 
color fat. Fat black, I think they mean flat black. Shimmery at the edges with a brilliant white light. Detail highlights as reported. There was a very deep drone hum. Not really heard, but felt. We didn't move as it seemed that if we made ourselves... If we, if we made ourselves, I think they mean made ourselves seen, something may happen to us. As the craft passed in front to the northeast and about 30 yards from us, a beam of brilliant white light shot to the ground from the front of the craft. Wow. And began to sweep left to right and then up as if it were searching for something. When this first light hit the ground was a disturbance of dust rising as it swept around you could see dust rolling up we experienced an ill nausea dread feeling we were about to leave when we noticed that the airbase had come alive search lights sirens and military police vehicles ranging along the security fence we saw this due to our being on a slight rise we left in our car and decided to check if the base was shut down the main gate was closed and MPs were not allowing anyone to enter the next day, the word was that a coyote had set off the perimeter alarm. Well, that does sound a little bit suspicious, doesn't it? And there again, we hear about this beam of light coming down from the craft and sweeping around as if it's looking for something. And you have to wonder, if these things are so advanced to get here, why would they need a beam of light to see anything? Wouldn't they just have some type of infrared glass that they could just see? But it's this connection between the unidentified object and the beam of light. There's something about that light. There's something about the fact that it has to use this light to communicate with us or to somehow explore the environment. There's just something there that, that, that I can't put my finger on, but it's there. Number four, saw an object made up of five or six red balls. Wind, January 30th, 2015 at 1.30 a.m. Location, Tucson, Arizona. Shape, oval, color, red. Says there was no light distortion around the red balls. This is all caps. Saw an object made up of five or six red balls speeding south just under low cloud cover. They were close to four miles away from my viewing point. Craft made no sound, but it was going at what I estimate was 300 to 400 miles an hour. It goes on, it says, uh, the sky was covered with thick clouds from the afternoon rain with bottoms about 1,000. Craft made no sound but was going at, I estimate, 340 mile an hour. was within the Class C airspace that has a 210 mile speed limit. Sounds like this guy must be, he must be in the aviation business, maybe a pilot or something. It says, no engine noise or rotor chop noise was out of sight in the southern part of my view within 45 seconds. Pilot calls this scud running, but this was not general aviation stuff. Wow, that does sound pretty cool. Four to five red balls just zipping along at three or four hundred mile an hour. Unexplained light turns into a hawk. March 28, 2016, 12.30 p.m. It says, March 28th, around 12.30 p.m., I was at my dining table working on my laptop. The room became very, very dark quite quickly, as if a large and very thick cloud was passing over. However, the fact it became so dark so quickly and cast my dining room into such a deep shadow felt so unusual to me that I decided to go outside to my patio to see just how large a cloud might be passing over. 
A very large red-tailed hawk attracted my attention, soaring against a clear blue background of open sky at about 1,000 feet or so, and slightly to the north, its markings were clear and distinct. A beautiful thing to witness, so I whistled a hawk call twice. It turned, and I whistled the call again. At that time, a bright sphere, per, a bright sphere appeared far above the soaring hawk. When a streak appeared to extend from the right side of this ball of light like a flare, and I recall thinking I would describe its flare as feathery, all at once the white sphere seemed to flash, to expand, and was gone, and then in its place, and right next, the soaring hawk that originally attracted my attention appeared an identical hawk. Well, I'll tell you, this sounds like the shape-shifting stuff to me, and it's pretty creepy, i got to admit, because it involves a living animal, but... I can't say I don't believe this happened because, you know, we see these strange things happening all the time where these UFOs uh, phase into and out of view, where they change objects from balls of light to mechanical objects. And I just think it's all part of this whole camouflage thing. And to me, the guy, he spotted this hawk. Uh, maybe that was casting the shadow. Maybe it sounds like it was actually the UFO casting the shadow. And then this thing just uh, transformed into a hawk because that's what was there. And it felt the need to camouflage and stuff. I don't even know why these things do it, but they do do it. This is something we see happen over and over and over again. These clumsy attempts to hide from us. Number six, big round mirror on the mountain. This says September 18th, 2013 at 11 p.m. Location, a mountains, shaped circle, color not available. Me and two other truck drivers coming west on I-10. Straight in front of us was the mountain that has the big A on the west side. If any of you folks are from Tucson, Arizona area, I guess maybe you'll know what he's talking about. We were still on the east side of the mountain coming toward it when we witnessed something probably about 48 to 50 foot in diameter. Looked like somebody was holding a big round mirror in the sun, shining off of it, floating across the top of the mountain, and started coming down into the valley of Tucson. About that time, three U.S. Air Force fighter jets come screaming over the top of us, going from east to west toward the object. Did before the jets could get close to the object, shot straight in the air and disappeared. Well, this sounds like they've discovered one of these large uh, disc-shaped UFOs, and apparently it was close enough to the air base that the Air Force uh, flyboys were interested too, and they were getting up there having a look at it. Very interesting. Number seven, a possible eclipse of Crescent Moon. This is stated April 20th, 2015, 7.45 p.m., desert, Tucson, Arizona, shape unknown, color shadow. I was running in the desert away from the ambient lights under clear sky. I watched an eclipse of the Crescent Moon. Crescent light shrank to a point at bottom of moon. A few minutes of darkness, then point lit again, expanded back to Crescent. I thought it was an eclipse, but now I realize this is impossible. The Crescent Moon is in front of the earth this means that the object larger than the moon passed before the moon that's some fascinating stuff we do hear about stuff like that these large craft that um are around the moon maybe this one wasn't that i mean it doesn't mean it had to be bigger than the moon it just means it had to block your view so maybe whatever this guy saw wasn't seen by a lot of other people maybe he just happened to be in the right place to where this object blocked his view of the moon and made it appear as though it was eclipsing. Number eight, UFOs are real. 
July 3, 2009 at 3.30 a.m. Tucson, Arizona, shaped circle, color white. It says UFOs are real. Went outside to smoke before I went to bed with my girlfriend and I seen two balls of light moving in strange ways I've never seen before. And so I brought it to her attention. At first, it looked like a spotlight, but it never had anything attached to the ball of light. It was just white and bright and small and in the clouds, but they seemed to be brighter and they were playing some game of dodging each other and they seemed to fly the way a dragonflies do. They were both looking the same, so you look away for a sec. You cannot tell what one was. We all know for sure that it was not a man-made, and it was its top secret or something. There's a few videos on YouTube, but that a few are the same ones, so I know I'm not alone on the lots of other people have seen them. And there's no way we and there's no way we're alone. The universe is never ending. Blah blah blah. Yeah. That's that's interesting. He's definitely seen something that's uh, concerned him enough to make a report. Number nine, waving at a plane on fire, May fifth, two thousand twelve, eight twenty p.m. Tucson, Arizona, shaped fireball. Walked outside to see supermoon and saw one first almost looked like a plane on fire was low, no sound. Another followed. When two of us were waving, it slowed and almost looked still for a moment, then trailed in a perfect line north. Well, you see this kind of report frequently. It, it's almost as if they're seeing a UFO in distress and another UFO trying to render aid. And when these things realize that they're being um, viewed or observed by humans, they seem compelled to stop what they're doing and interact with the humans somehow. It's the strangest thing. I just don't get it. But I certainly, I certainly appreciate that report. Number 10, basketball sphere over golf resort. September 29th, 2014, 9.30 p.m., Catalina Foothills, shaped basketball, color white, red, green. On second floor balcony, cool night, saw a bright off-white sphere surround with flashing red and some green around it, like a distance star shining, the size of a basketball from where I was standing about half miles distance, mountain range in the background, houses, this looked like it was over one of the golf resorts. It shot straight up in the sky within the valley, stopped around the top of the mountain range for a moment, slowing, descended, stopped halfway down, slowly descended again, and began to swirl slowly around the top of some of the houses when I lost sight. I can tell the way it moved. It was definitely a UFO. I actually called the resort, and there weren't any fireworks last night, she said. Told her what I saw, and can she tell me she did, did she believe or care about it? Yeah, well, you know, when you see these things, they can be life-changing sometimes, and they can certainly cause a great deal of excitement and anxiety in a person. And I can kind of read that in this person's voice as he see this basketball-shaped UFO, multiply collared, shoot up in the air as high as the mountain range, and then back down below someone's house. I mean, you're talking about great distance discovered here in just a few seconds' time. This is not something that a man-made object can do. Number 11, lime green light in a cul-de-sac, June 19, 1998, 4 p.m., neighborhood cul-de-sac in Tucson, Arizona, shape unknown, color lime green. After putting the clothes in the washer, I opened the door to the house to go back inside. The door is the kind that, when open, it automatically shuts closed real fast. Well, I open the door, and all of a sudden, my entire garage is flooded in a bright neon lime green light. 
I turned around and see that the entire neighborhood is flooded in this light. Now keep in mind, this is at 4 p.m. I'm guessing it's not dark yet. I turned around and see the entire neighborhood is flooded in this light. Everywhere I looked, everything was covered in this light, as if someone was holding a light right over our cul-de-sac. I didn't see any object, but after 10 seconds of being light, this huge shadow came out of nowhere and then flew off to the western sky. And then there was this weird wind, like a suction, and the trees blew along with other debris to the west, and then stopped. The light flew off too, and everything turned back to normal. I turned around and started to walk back in the house. Now all this time the door has been opened, and if you recall, I told you that it was one of those sprung doors that shut as quickly as it opened. Well, right then and there, the door, right then and there, the door shut, right over my left foot, ripping up my nail on my big toe. Oh man. Then doctors said the nail would never grow back because the nerves had been lifted out. Oh boy. But it did, and to this day my toe has a nail. Something my doctor said was a miracle. Wow. That is an interesting story. It's, that sounds like a close encounter for sure. Number 12. Metallic disc in a thunderstorm. July 19, 1976, 9 p.m. Approximate central Tucson-shaped disc. Metallic with blue collar. With blue light as a collar. One night during thunderstorm in July 1976, while watching lightning striking outside through the south door, through the south side facing back door window of family house at age eight, I saw a large 300-foot-plus diameter metallic disc floating stationary inside of the thunderstorm. Wow, that had to have been amazing. It's just as an eight-year-old kid to see this football-sized disc floating inside a thunderstorm. It had lights around outside bottom of disc and four hemispherical protrusions and bright bluish lights in the center bottom. I was totally amazed to watch the lightning strike the craft several times and noticed when the light reflected off the highly polished metallic surface. And that sounds like this thing might have been feeding off of that storm. It goes on, it says, I yelled for my mother who came running and we then watched the craft for about three or four minutes through the back door window. Then it slowly moved up through the clouds and vanished. My father, who was retired from Air Force three years earlier, was told the story next day and was very interested. I, I remember parents talking about an article in the local newspaper the following day where hundreds of people saw the same thing. I have never been able to find this article, but I know what I saw, and it was the real deal, an unforgettable experience. Wow, well, thanks for reporting that. That's really cool that someone took the time to make this report. Here's another one, number 13, Chasing Giant Gray Cubes Through the Desert, May 10th, 1989, 11 a.m., downtown Tucson to I-10, cube-shaped gray collar. Looking northwest from downtown Tucson, I saw two dark gray cubes, <clears throat> roughly the size of a small house at a height of approximately 400 feet in loose formation, traveling horizontally to the west-northwest. My female friend and I, we were both students at the University of Arizona at the time living off campus, hopped on my motorcycle at 85 Honda 500cc Interceptor and began pursuit, heading toward Phoenix on Interstate 10. I was, do I was riding in excess of 90 mile an hour. I got within a quarter mile. They were dark gray, matte finish, no visible protrusions, holes or lights, and just plain gray cubes. Traveling together, but moving independently, bobbing up and down. I reported it to David Montham, a Air Force base, after playing phone tag for 30 minutes, mostly on hold. They told me that the giant cubes we saw were marker ribbons dropped by the Air Force. 
Well, we've seen these cubes, and they're, I think, somewhat of a rare uh, phenomenon. But I have seen pictures of these UFO cubes before, and they're they're just the oddest things. It must have been just mind-boggling for this guy to see these things. Blinding football-shaped light, March 15, 2015, 2.30 p.m., Fort Lowell Road, shaped football, color white. It says, uh, I was walking north on Tomahawk Trail between Moccasin Place and Fort Lowell Road when I saw a blinding football-shaped light that would be about the size of a two-car garage or one up in the air. In the sky, not more than three miles in front of me and roughly one to two miles in front south of Catalina Mountains, I was flying below the altitude of mountaintop and moving very slowly from east to west. It was flying. It then appeared to dissolve, just disappeared, and then reappeared after about three to five seconds, again disappeared, reappeared after about 15 seconds, still very slowly moving west to east, then disappeared for good. Well, this is one of these phenomena, these UFOs that we talk about, that just seem to phase in and out of reality. Now, maybe they're just camouflaging themselves to where we can't see them, or maybe they're moving from one dimension into another, we just don't know. Now, here's the last one, number 15, a second moon. Says March 15, 2017, at 4 a.m., location Tucson, shape light, color not available. I was driving home, looked up to see the moon, and noticed a very bright light in the east sky, even brighter than the moon. The light stayed there the whole drive home, so as soon as I got home, I ran inside and told someone to come see. They witnessed the extreme brightness and that it was still, still but sort of swaying from left to right. The light became harder and harder to look at. We both said it sort of burned our eyes. I experienced a very mild sense of vertigo and nausea. They didn't know what to think other than it may have something to do with the Air Force Base. The light stayed the whole time we, we watched. We didn't know what to think of it and went back inside. Wow. I think these... I think these... Uh, reports like this are so fascinating because people just put down on paper what they see. And like I said, if you get one of these, just remember the time it happened, where it happened, and what you saw. And just describe it. And, and try to be as concise as you can. These were some excellent reports. And, um, and I hope you enjoyed them. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.